Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein. Welcome to another episode of Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Every week, we do the um, the amazing and the remarkable. We talk to people who just do just astonishing things in their life, and this week is clearly no different. So the episode this week is rewriting the rules of business for balance and contentment. And um, I, you know. <laughs> I write these episode uh, descriptions, and then I write the episode, um, the promo for it, and I I wonder sometimes, it's like, okay, so how close am I going to get to this, and what's this thing going to look like? So I start off by thinking to myself, you know, what's a way to go on this? And my first thought is, are you a workaholic? And I think, ooh, that's a really good question. Well, today's show is all about finding balance in a world that seems to be 24-7-365, and I know it's something that probably resonates with you because I was actually talking to my banker earlier and she said, so how can it be that we're only two weeks away from Christmas and Thanksgiving was a week early? (laughs) I kind of shrugged my shoulders and laughed because I was thinking the exact same thing, even though I've gotten a lot of my shopping done, I haven't gotten it all done. So my guest this week is my partner in crime. Uh, Sean Mahoney. And Sean and I are driven and I think successful. And I think we're both somewhat obsessive compulsive and um, and we know it. <laughs> and Sean, you can just, you, I mean, you can feel free to interrupt me anytime because I'm just, I'm just rambling here. But we work in very different ways, but we totally identify which e- with each other's approach to how we work and the things we try to do to bring balance in our lives. And I can tell you that, you know what, some moments of some days, I think we're successful and some moments of some days, it just goes out the door. Today's show isn't as much about telling you about any rules of business, but more about asking each other questions and giving honest answers about how we live our lives. We're crossing all the boundaries of business. There's no telling how this show is going to go. It could become very powerful, um, maybe even explosive. I don't know. But the beauty of it is you'll be here to witness it. And the power, I think, um, the power of love that Sean and I share between us that comes from our honest conversation with each other. Um, You know what? Maybe the show will start you on a path that allows you to ask yourself important questions and maybe even be willing to hear some of the honest answers you have to tell yourself. Um, you know what? It's uh, it's it's all good on uh, on that. So a little bit about my my guest, Sean Mahoney. Sean's work and life experience has been all about performance-oriented marketing and sales. Possessing over two decades of sales, media, and management experience in both the call center and advertising industries, Sean's work history includes a position as vice president of media at an Austin, Texas call center. He helped scale the operation from $1,000 a day to over a million dollars a month. So if you want to do the math, that goes from $31,000 in a month to a million in a month by the end of the first year. That's that's meteoric. Bet he had some balance in life there. What do you think? Um, <laughs> he's been the senior media buyer at Bargain Network, where he consistently delivered the lowest cost per call and the lowest cost per sale week over week. His high-performing media was instrumental in driving an average of 615,000 inbound calls per month to Bargain's internal sales force. Prior to Bargain, Sean held several sales and media leadership roles, that's hard for me to say, with various call centers in California. Before before joining the agency ranks with HPM, my company, our company, Sean was a client-side specialist with Find Your Customers, FYC, WebYes in Austin, Texas. Sean joined HPM seven and a half years ago with the mission of uncovering and bringing to us the best fitting clients for our commerce with a conscience media platform. 
Over time, Sean's been everything from the new biz development guy to my partner and everything in between. He's my sounding board, the yin to my yang, and a man who I lovingly call my brother from another mother of the same color. And if we're going to be politically correct, I don't care. Today, Sean leads our high-performing team and serves as the company's official bloodhound, always wearing the HPM home team jersey. He is, in fact, family. And uh, I am glad to have my brother from a mother of the same color here with me now. Sean, say hey. It's good to be here, my brother. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's 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 been a little bit of a freak show of a day, um, it so it's actually. A, <laughs> so I think it's actually uh, kind of apropos uh, that we take the time off. And I'll I'll you know I, I don't ever do this. This is the very first time that I've that I've done this. Um, for you listening, this show is sadly not live for you. We're pre-recording it in the middle of a day before this show actually airs. Um, so when you hear us talking about things, just remember, it's like, oh, yeah, these guys have already put in, you know, a full day, half a day, however you want to look at it, you know, whatever 12 hour period is involved, we've been at it for that long. Well, at least Sean has, because I'm two hours behind him. But um, so we get to take a breath here and just kind of chill. What a fitting day, um, right? I'm sorry? What a fitting day for that four letter word balance. <laughs> yeah like the, uh, exactly <laughs> like that ultimate golf swing we all chase that we hit once and then spend years trying to find once again oh yeah the one where it's like wow that was a really good hit i need to, all i need to do is that again and like you just said that every time it's just that easy <laughs> kind of like balance right it's all i want i just want a little balance <laughs> so Speaking of balance, um, I know that a lot of my habits um, for being OCD were, boy, you know, they weren't formed in high school. Mine were formed in college. But I want to find out what you were like in high school. I mean, where where did your OCD, where did your maniacal focus on getting stuff done and powering through things, where did, when did that begin? Well, I think a lot of people Sooner? can relate, right? With, with, for me, I just need things a certain way just to be able to perform. And I think it all started with growing up as a military brat. When you have an officer for a father and you go through white glove inspections, the OCD kind of comes along with the territory, you know? Um, yeah. But high school was great. I loved high school, man. I was never that kid who didn't like school. Growing up, education was driven hard to us. It was something where, you know, we had to meet high expectations. Um, but, but school for me was always something I enjoyed. I always loved history and science and, and things like that. I always played sports and did debate. It was a good time. I started out in Jersey and then ended my high school career in Santa Barbara. Awesome. Yeah. Just, um, completely different for me until, until the 11th grade. So up to the 11th grade, um, my dad was seriously concerned with my being a bum. <laughs> I'm serious. It was, like, it was like, yeah, you know what? I not only didn't care about learning, I just could not care less to apply myself. Um, and when I did, the strangest thing happened. I got really good grades and I learned stuff. It's crazy <laughs> how that works, right? Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, some, somewhere around the 11th grade, I decided that what I was being taught made sense to me, and uh, and I actually wanted to learn it. And so, lo and behold, you know, you know, Peter, the king of C, <laughs> just average, except for every once in a while in Spanish and in math, I'd you know, I'd I'd, I'd get a little bit sunk and, and get that you know that that beautiful D. Never failed anything, but uh, man, you know what? Some of the <laughs> some of the stuff was just so absurd to me, and I treated it like it was absurd. I was not motivated until, and I, I have no idea what it was that changed. Um, but around the eleventh grade, um, I became like you had been all along, and uh, and stuff began getting to me and occurring to me, and and I learned stuff, and it was like, wow, this is. <laughs> This is really fun. So I wasted like, you know, I don't know, 10 years, 11 years of school. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for me, my, my upbringing was, is a little different, you know. So 
you know, even starting, I started high school in Jersey and then Santa Barbara. When I was a junior and senior, I was working on the phones for my brother and his partners. So, ironically, I remember in Santa Barbara, we had a, a, a great principal, J.R. Richards, he's since passed away. God bless him. Um, but I had to work. You know, it was me and my brother. My brother raised me. Um, and there's not a, a huge age difference. There are six years from my brother Mike and seven years from my brother John. So we were always kind of had to make it on our own. So Mr. Richards, actually, I negotiated with him to be able to come to school in the final year for just the test if I couldn't make it because I had to work during the day. And he said, hey, yeah, you know, as long as you can do that, if your grades drop, then you're right back in here. And I able got to, I was able to actually negotiate my senior year and, and still finish in the top ten. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm a little jealous. I'm I was that nerd was excited to have a trapper keeper and everything, you know? Oh, my gosh. Getting school supplies was the best time of the year. No kidding. God, no, yeah, I love school, man. But then, <laughs> hey, the days where I had to work, it was uh, it was real life school, you know. Yeah. Nope. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 making a living. It's earning your keep. It's uh, it's proving yourself. But the thing is, that's so cool about that is you get to know the material because you prove it on the tests in school. So it's not like you're missing something. I mean, it's actually, you know, you get to, you actually added by subtracting, by being able to work instead of going to school, which is a way cool way to do stuff. So I'm looking at the time and we've got um, only about a minute and a half till our break. So we're going to talk just a little bit. I want to jump ahead, not to the present and not to college, but just a few years back, like, you know, seven plus years back. And I want you to contemplate this so that when we come back from the break, that's where we'll start. So the question that I have for you is, if your last boss was sitting here, what advice would you give him or her. So that's something for us to contemplate. We're going to take uh, we're going to take a break and give ourselves the opportunity to uh, you know to refill on water. Now you listening, you might want coffee because it's pretty early in the morning, pretty early in the day still, and I totally understand that. But just remember for us it's a little bit deeper into the day. So you come back in 2 minutes cuz we'll be talking and Sean's going to share with <laughs> yep, Sean's going to share with us a little bit what he would tell his last boss. And uh, I'm grateful that it's not me. Okay, so <laughs> see, we'll see you in two. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800 800- 300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. 
The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week, Sean Mahoney, my partner in crime. Okay, so we're not doing anything illegal, but I mean, you get it, right? He's my partner. He's my business guy. He's my brother from another mother of the same color. So before the break... We were gonna we were gonna let Sean kind of uh, kind of cogitate a little bit on the question if your last boss was sitting here and we were having a conversation between the three of us and I just kind of backed out and said so what advice would you give him or her and uh, I'm just gonna shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, advice for the last boss, you know, interestingly, growing up, a lot of areas or a lot of years, I should say. Um, my direct report was my brother. So I learned a lot there. Um, so I'll bet. <laughs> going to an agency, yeah. You got to learn it the hard way, right? The Irish brotherly love. There's certain things that can be said to you that can't be said to other employees. Um, but I, I think the biggest piece of advice, man, you know me. I'm very much home team. Uh, I look for value in 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 everything, and I, I know people wear certain hats and have certain specialties, and that's really something I learned um, growing up from my brother. I learned to kind of set aside egos and personalities and remember that home team mentality. And I would say for my last boss, it was a great um, – but the reason um, I decided to, you know, go my own way was – there was always an ego attached to it where it wasn't really a team environment. So that would be my biggest piece of advice, especially for people in leadership roles out there is you've got to leave the ego at the door and realize it's home team. You know what I mean? You can't be going for a a singular win. It's how we do things here. It's, It's home team first. You know what I mean? It's about rallying the troops and not being afraid to roll up your their sleeves and get in the trenches. And I think for some folks, they confuse the leadership role with titles and, and are afraid to really roll up the sleeves and get in the trenches, you know? Yep. I know exactly what you mean. That's cool. That's very cool. I like the approach. And, uh, and I don't know that I necessarily would have expected that. So thinking back to them, is there anything specific you would tell them? Or was it just what you said to me just now? No, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not a guy that's really ever afraid to say what I feel, you know. I, I think uh, I think I might have <laughs> shared that with them in a, a less censored version um, at a certain point in time. Um, but it's a good relationship still. You know, they've reached out and, and asked questions and looked for guidance over the years. So um, I, I think it's any leadership role, right? If you're a quarterback of a team or or if you're on a, in a club in school, whatever else it is, is if you're playing that leadership role, it's remembering about the troops, you know. And that's one thing my my older, actually both my older brothers taught me is they're they're both very much um, men of the people, you know what I mean. And that starts by checking the ego at the door and realizing that we've all got the same focus, the same forecasted goal that we're all trying to hit, you know. Yep. Yep, I'm uh, I'm I'm very familiar with that. That's cool. That's really cool. So let's um, let's shift gears yet again and go from one decision maker to the current decision maker. So what would what are the most important things your wife would say you and you do in <laughs> business each day? <laughs> oh man, the wifey. Um, you know, it's that key, that four letter word again, balance. It's something that it's easier said than done. Um, she would say that I'm clients, 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 work, 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 you know, um, she's often the one who I might call it nagging sometimes, but is always concerned with the like, Hey, take a breath, step away from the phone, step away from the computer, you know? Well, yep. But I think I think Katie would definitely say that, you know, for me being on the East Coast and we have clients on the West Coast and, and internationally, so when you're in the biz dev role and you're dealing with clients and you're client facing, um, she just knows that my world is making myself available. The same with you, you know what I mean? 
Um, that's just how we roll sometimes. And that, that quest for balance. I forget that sometimes that work is the hobby at the same time as the full time. It's hard to turn the brain off, you know? Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, my brain goes and goes and goes. And I can tell you there are, uh, there are very few things that will um, sidetrack it and quiet it. Um, and, you know, and, it, and, it's, and it's, it's both sad and beautiful for me. Um, you know, the sad thing is that one of the things that will, uh, that will quiet, uh, my, uh, my otherwise insane brain, um, yeah. is addiction, was, is addiction. And, you know, and, and that shuts my brain up because, you know, I feed it what, you know, what my addiction, you know, mistakenly says it needs, but, you know, my brain sure gets quiet on that. Um, but the beautiful thing is, uh, the only other thing that works is praying, and uh, and I can go to God with with the most ridiculous yet um, powerful nonsense going on in my head, and talk to God about it, and and I, you know however you want to refer to you know that highest power uh, doesn't matter to me. My you know I call it God, and uh, you know and and I can pray and. And I get an even calmer freedom from that that chirpy nonsense, insane brain. Um, that you know that constant. Um, oh, I got to do this, and oh, I got to do that. And if you ain't me, you ain't right. I mean, the storylines that my that my brain cooks up on its own. Oh my gosh! I mean, it is. It's it, it's literally. I could probably be committed for the stuff that my brain comes up with if I put all of that stuff to words. <laughs> oh my goodness! I yeah. You know what? You wouldn't have me. My wife wouldn't have me. My dog wouldn't have me. <laughs> I mean, that's how Katie feels sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I mean, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, when you when you say that it's uh, it's a challenge to uh, to quiet uh, to quiet the brain to quiet the mind and and just kind of well it is right get, I mean listen especially in our world we're advertising guys right right so, so we're always on when you hop in the car you <laughs> might hear your client you might hear a competitor you might hear a jingle that just catches your ear makes you think about work you take a moment Katie said to me this weekend I had, my back's been killing me she said. They're going to a birthday party. Just stay home. Sit on the couch. Watch some TV. I tried it for like two minutes. I looked around. There was some stuff that needed to be done at the house, and I got up to do it. She came home, and she's like, man, you just can't relax. It's like my brain doesn't work that way sometimes. But, you know, I do find when I actually take that time to spend some time, and you, you know me, I've told you about wanting to meditate and, you know, spending some time with God and stuff like that. Oh, I actually yep. do it. You're right. It's a great feeling. You guys find I take my day more like a duck where I can let things roll off. But sometimes it's that Irish guy. I mean, that's like, I got to get everything done. I got to get everything done. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's one of those things where I've, uh, I've lived that. And then I remember to myself sometimes like, you know, if I don't get it done today, um, and without judgment, it'll be there waiting for me tomorrow. And I just got to decide if I'm willing to accept the consequences of it being there tomorrow and, uh, and let it go. And, well, you know, in the, in the last... I will tell you uh, this. Go my, ahead, My please. son, you know, my, my, uh, my pride and joy. I'll tell you where balance really struck me. You know, my brother always raised me as those guys were where nine to fivers were pikers to us, right? The folks that watch the clock. So, and in the sales world growing up, the more hours you put in, the more calls you took, the more sales you got. Um, but the moment that sometimes people have that moment, right? That, that yells out at you was when my son, when he was almost two, had a little toy phone that we had got him. And he came in my office and he was walking around and he was talking. And then he picked up my office phone on the other ear and, and, and Katie said, what are you doing, Silas? <laughs> and he said, I'm daddy, I'm working. That was one of those moments where I said, okay, you know, there is a certain time that you just got to step away. So I think that 
the biggest balance for me would probably be making sure I spend that time with Silas and, and have that quality time and that dad time. Um, because in the end, what are we working for, right? Yeah. Yep. But I think that, uh, you know, the fact that you can look at that and have, you know, even if it's just a momentary aha, aha understanding, um, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, well, and actually, I was, I was actually going to ask you, um, you know, what does Silas, you know, how would Silas answer if we asked him what you do every day? What would he say? Well, I think he answered it visually that day, you know? Yeah. Dad talks on the phone <laughs> all day. That's why it's great to have an office to go to, you know? Um, but there are those little things. You know, even here internally, we we make sure where we happen to be on a call and who knows, the kids come home or you've got to do something or things like that. We create an environment where, to me, it's important for us to have that getaway time, you know? Totally. Even if it's a late call or things like that, I'll always make sure that, you know, the, the time is there for the little ones as well. We always have to remind each other, you know how we are. To oh, I know. To preach it, sometimes it's hard to follow. We'll say, all right, just 15 more minutes, 15 more minutes. Meanwhile, I know Joe's going to ring your neck. I do that, and Joanne comes down, and she's like, you promised me 15 minutes 30 minutes ago. I'm like, um, oh, okay, so I'm closing things up, like, um, um, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, and it takes me five minutes to do that. Held back. <laughs> <laughs> well, remarkably, we're actually hitting our next break, so time is flying, and uh, and that's not a surprise at all. Um, just for uh, for your information, as uh, as a listener, um, if you ever want to uh, if you ever want to read about um, what I do and what we do at H Power Marketing, Higher Power Marketing, you can kind of find out stuff on um, on Facebook, and um, we're at Higher Power Marketing. We also have uh, have a pretty kicking page on Twitter, and that's H Power Marketing. And then uh, the blog that I uh, that I sometimes post to, I actually need to update that because I've got a couple of things running around in my head that need to get down on cyber paper. That's yep, hpowermarketing.com <laughs> uh, forward slash blog. So we'll be back in two minutes with uh, more questions and answers and um, some really cool stuff on the balance of life. And to kind of give you a, a heads up, we're going to be talking about breaking, bending, or rewriting rules and how we might do that. But we're not going to do that for two minutes yet. Come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
888-985-9141 or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules. That was probably the fastest break in human history, right? Well, I hope so. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it was fast for me and Sean, and uh, and I'm pretty sure it was fast for you, too. So before we left, I kind of gave a, a heads up on what we we're going to look at right now, because, you know, when we're doing business rules um, and we have this, this concept of how they should be, um, my question for Sean, and we can bounce around on this, is what's the one rule you'd consider bending, breaking, or rewriting, and I would say it's a two-parter because, um, you know, let's talk about business and we can talk about personal life if they're separate. So, you start, and I'll probably just kind of trample all over you like I've been doing on all show. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> what what one I, rule I would you consider bending? I'm sorry. The business rule. The business rule. I think for yeah. me that would jump out, um, and we've learned this a lot. I think. Any entrepreneur out there has um, is that age old. The customer, the client, is always right. Okay. So tell us. And I think bending, bending, well, breaking, rewriting. Bend it, break it, rewrite it, throw it out with the baby and the bathwater. <laughs> I think that's the most important rule there. Whether you're hungry, whether you're an entrepreneur, in anything, you know, and I say that not as an antagonistic remark. I say that where we have folks that turn to us who are good at what they do. They have a great service, they have a great product, they have a great idea, but they're not media guys or advertising guys. And they exactly. think they may want certain things that just might not be what they should have. You know what I mean? It's like we say, media with a conscience, right? We spend your money like it was ours when we're yep. when we're advertising. Um, and there's times where clients come to us and they think they want one thing, and we help them see that they really want another. You know what I mean? So I think that being a good steward of business is a key rule for us. And with that rule, kind of goes hand in hand with having to break that the customer's always right rule. You know, we've had folks who've come and wanted to spend X amount far larger than we want them to start with, but we caution against it. Why? Because we don't want to, you know, rush in. There's some, certain times where we need to crawl, walk, run, or there's other times where where folks wanted to do spending too, too little, uh, and we'll tell them, hey, you know, save up for yep. a little bit, do what you need to do, um, but it's having the the character and the realization to say to, to a client or a customer that, hey, that might not be what you really want. Let's talk about what your goals are. Let's talk about what you need, what your forecast is, what you're trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I've seen it in action, not only in conversations where we've been together uh, on the phone or in, or in person with, uh, with a client, but I've seen it um, you know, just in general, where you go from uh, from being the expert at what you do to being an expert questioner and listener and and digesting what they're telling you so that you can actually feed them back. And you do feed them back the fact that what they think they want isn't really what they want. And it's, you know, it's kind of like giving them guidance, actually. It's not even kind of like, it's giving them guidance and saying, okay, so, you know, this is what you think you want, but your goals say otherwise. And here's why you don't want to do what you say you think you want to do. And, sure. um, and, and I think that's, I think that's. They get to learn from money that's already been spent. Clients that have already gone down certain paths, you know. And that's where the, I think one of the smartest things I ever learned in life is to be able to say, I don't know, to know your strengths, you know, and know your weaknesses. Yep, I think that's uh, that's key. So if we if we flip that over to the other side of the same coin, and we say, you know, what's the one rule you'd consider bending, breaking, or rewriting in personal life? What would you uh, What would you say that uh, that would be? Oh man, that's a tough one. I'm gonna have to defer to you while I think of mine. Oh man, so. 
You know what? I think in personal life, um, the one rule that I have found to be the most beneficial in breaking is the belief that I have all the answers and I know exactly how everything is supposed to be. Um, from washing dishes to loading the dishwasher <laughs> to feeding the dog to um, how to handle uh, how to handle the dog out on a walk. Um, I mean, I've got I've got all of these things that that run in my mind that say, you know, nope, it's this way, it's this way, it's this way. Here, let me show you, and you know, and I grab whatever it is that's you know that's going on with anybody else, and you know, I just I just my belief is I can do it better, faster, and right myself. <laughs> and uh, and the it's fact is, it's amazing you get along so well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're and not the, gonna the, have that you know, same personality. <laughs> it's no, like that old Saturday is, Night Live skit yeah. with Jimmy Fallon, the company computer guy. Move! <laughs> Let me do it. it. Yeah, exactly. And every time I let go and let the other person do whatever, it's like, oh, you know what? It didn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no world. Like, wow. Life goes on. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I think that's, that for me is probably the biggest one. And I practice it, I would say, um, I would say I practice it imperfectly, but I do practice it because I know that uh, it's, it's really good for me to see that I don't have all the answers and that, that my crazy brain will cook up just just the most absurd things and uh, and tell me the funniest stories that I don't think are very funny at the time that I'm being, you know, being challenged. Um, and, you know, and my son. You know, I'm going to have my, to interrupt you right now and tell ahead. you thanks because I can tell you how many times this show is going to be referred back to me from my wife and say, listen to your partner. So <laughs> thanks a lot, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> Don't be surprised if you get a text from her later today to send me a daily reminder of I'm not always right. Well, the good news is <laughs> she has to she actually has to listen to the show to know what goes on because it doesn't just get sent to her. <laughs> She's got to go find it. So she could go find yeah. it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll find its way into her. I have no box. doubt. <laughs> so we've got um, Gosh, we've got business and personal and the, the, the rules that we would rewrite. Um, and that's a lot of brain power. And it's something where I think about that. And, you know, and the next thing that comes to my mind is, okay, so how long does it take for you to decompress and get some separation from business thinking after you've had a full day. Is it five seconds, five minutes, five hours? Doesn't happen. Fall asleep with business on the mind yeah. and you're writing notes. <laughs> I'm about to say, you know, I'm the worst guest to have if you're asking how to fully execute balance, right? <laughs> <laughs> you we're know, good for each other because we, we kind of balance each other out because we're both like a sitting on the same side of the seesaw. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're very similar, we're very different. You know, for it's it's hard to decompress. You know, I know it's a terrible thing. I think that uh, you know, my wife plays roller derby. She's got something that she just totally loves, and she's killing it at it. I'm very proud of her. And I'll look and say, "Hey, man, I wish I had something like that." Um, and we all know, for me, it's Notre Dame football for part of the year. Um, but my mind's always racing with things like that, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that has to always be turned off. I think there's balance in being able to not reply to every email as it comes in and things like that. But as far as, you know, the, the mind goes personally and professionally, I think it's obviously interwoven, you know. We spend a lot of our time, a lot of our days, our weeks, our years, our life at an office or or doing something to bring in an income, right, to try to hit this American dream of ours. So... I mean, I couldn't give you a real honest answer. I think that there's times where it's it's easy to decompress when I come home and Silas is at the door with big hugs and kisses and Katie's there with a smile on her face and, you know, maybe one of my brothers calls me or I chat with you and we're just 
you know, having that moment of shooting the shit, they say, you know? Yep. Um, yep. But the, the mind's always on, you know? I mean, we've always got things going on for clients, new ideas, new campaigns, new, new this, new that. So, you know, it, it, it becomes the balance of just knowing one day, hey, there's times where maybe we should get the phone jail and throw the phone in there for dinner time and things like that. Oh, I um, like that. <laughs> you know? Yep, send it away. I on Amazon, they were sold out. <laughs> oh my gosh we've uh, uh, we've been cruising we've we've been cruising through this show i hate to stop us in mid-sentence like this but i've got to take a break we will come back in two minutes we're not only going to talk about um how long it takes us to decompress because i'll share a little bit on my side we're also going to talk about some of the things that we do to decompress and so you know you've said your wife and you've said your son and you know you gave a little bit of a tip of the iceberg but we're going to go deeper and I'll talk on my side some of the things that I do so that we can share some of the things that maybe we take for granted I know that I do um, that actually offers me that ability to decompress but my engineer is saying we got to go for this quick two-minute break come back and hear more Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein and Sean Mahoney this week. My guest... We're back and better than ever, or something like that. And if we're not better than ever, well, we're here anyway, so put up with us. (laughs) So we were talking about um, how long it takes for us to decompress after a business day. And uh, and I think Sean kind of nailed it in some ways, and I know that I've lived this way, um, where, you know, the mind doesn't turn off. Um, But you touched on two things, actually two people, uh, that help you get some separation. And you mentioned just like one or two quick things, but my interest is in knowing what specifics. So, you know, give us some give us some stories, a couple of real-world examples of things that you do with your son, um, stuff that you do with your wife, whether it's a date night or, you know, hanging out with, with other friends. Sure. You know, put some, put some meat on the bones. Katie loves the movies. Loves the movies. When we first started dating, I thought she was getting paid like a secret shopper from the movie companies because (laughs) she (laughs) wanted to see every movie that came out all the way down to Redbox Tuesdays, all the movies when they come out. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
I actually do enjoy getting to see a lot of movies, but it's something that I never really was into um, until we started dating. So I think for her and I, sometimes that decompressing, even though it might not sound like the biggest quality time because you're not really interacting, but to just go see a good flick, go shopping, even her and I just hanging out or working out together, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and sometimes we can be homebodies. Like, we just enjoy each other's company. We don't really... It's been a decade plus, you know, she's put up with me. I'd say I'd put <laughs> up with her, but she's put up with me, you know? Yep. Um, so just hanging out with her. Katie's into the holidays, so there's decorating, and she's baking cookies and doing all that stuff. And then my little guy, he's into so many things. You know, he does karate, so he loves that, so we'll practice karate. He's into all the shows and superheroes and Pokemon. Um, but we do have a cool tradition on Sundays where I try to really, you know, spend as much time away from anything work involved as possible. Katie has roller derby practice on Sunday mornings, one of her practices of the week. Yeah. So one of my favorite times of the week is on Sundays, I'll wake up aside and we'll have breakfast or maybe we'll go to the diner. Um, and then right before my office, right a block away is a big sports store slash toy store slash it's really cool. You go in, they give the kids tokens and they get to play all the arcade games and we'll go pick out a, a superhero toy is what he's really into right now. And then they give you a, a token for the Zoltar machine after you buy something. And so you get a chance to win like a gift card or whatever, but Silas just loves it. You know, it's superheroes and Pokemon stuff and so little things like that, you know what I mean? Getting to be a that's, kid again. Yeah, time. I do. I, I do get it. That's that's really cool. That is well, really cool. One is it's not just having the balance with them, but that, you know, family and friends are the reason to find the balance, you know? Yeah. You know what? Um, for me, it's something where, um, you know, Joanne is, um, my wife is, uh, is not working out of the home anymore. She's, uh, she's doing some freelance work. So it's, it's kind of different as far as the way my day goes, um, based on, you know, when she comes and goes from the house, which is kind of a strange thing to say that, you know, that my business life is dependent on her activity and what she does. <laughs> but I realized that since she's been at home, um, you know, I tend to get into work earlier on some days, much later on others, um, but I work later almost regardless. And it's something where because I don't see her car pull in the driveway because my office is right in the front of the house. And yeah, um, the conditioning is gone. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, whoa, so I've got to do something to, to you know, to, to nail myself on that. And What's been really cool in the last year is I've got this four-legged creature, Hopper, who is our little wow. rescue dog that we got just about a year ago. And the dude has a built-in timer every day, like clockwork, 4.12 p.m. <laughs> I'm serious. 4.12 p.m. He comes in. And he stretches up against me on my chair, and he looks at me, and he's like, "Dude, pick me up because I want to lie in your. I want to lie down in your lap." So we do that, and that lasts until precisely four thirty. I swear the guy has got a Seiko in his brain for a little a little tiny dog. Four thirty, he stretches jumps off my lap and does not leave me alone until I get up and feed him. And that means I got to get up. I got to go from the office into the kitchen and the pantry. And sure enough, that's the break that takes me away from just about everything. And I, I don't know how it happens. Maybe I'm focused on I'll him. I'll tell you how it happened. You, you realize that, that Joe yeah. is conditioning both of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She is it's trained like... Hopper to go get you out of the office. <laughs> and either one of you is realizing it. <laughs> oh my gosh it's just it's i mean it's it's just insane but it's great and it's consistent and he gets fed and he loves it oh my goodness and it gives me the break and if i don't you know if i don't actually shut down the computer when uh, when he he goes ballistic and and requires to be fed 
um, it literally takes me only like a minute to come back and to close down everything, no matter how much it was that was going on, and realize that, you know, I can, I can let it go for at least a few hours until I've maybe gone to the gym, come back and had dinner, sat down and just had some quiet time. And then, you know, I don't know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, maybe pop on, uh, you know, responses to a couple of emails or, or send you a text and, uh, and, and do something. Um, it's just really interesting to see how that day flows, but I'm so thankful for the external devices that, that actually get me to move my internal body and mind away from the desk. Because yeah. otherwise, I, 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 I literally yeah. don't know. I would probably work for hours. It's like our third partner in crime, Alyssa, right? Oh, yeah. Talk about a workaholic. There's times where she'll call to remind me to step away from work, and I'm saying, hey, look who's talking. <laughs> it's like talking to Peter. It's like talking to the three of us, you know? Because there's, there's definitely another another soldier there that, that needs to learn some balance. I think we uh, we should start a new thing for the new year of keeping each other accountable. Send a picture from the gym or... Or something like that, something fun. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. And you got a you got a time and date stamp it or something, so it can't be like, yeah, this was Saturday. Of course, we'll all turn it into a competition. So, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, you know, we are um, we are really quickly uh, losing time on this show, which just tells me that um, it's been just uh, just a beautiful and intense hour. Of uh, of a lot of business and personal enjoyment, which is always really good. Um, Sean, you need to go to three hours, my brother. We'll give Joe Rogan a run for his money. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to let you do that. No, I'm not. Um, (laughs) I want to thank you for. uh, I want to thank you for being my guest today because it's been uh, it's been just just a tremendous show. I love hearing your perspective on these things because it's something where um, you know we live it day to day, but we don't always talk about it. So it's really cool to hear you talk about it. Always, my brother, right back at you. And uh, with that, we will uh, we will close the show with love and thanks. And uh, appreciation for you being here and listening to us go on. And have a great day and rest of your week. And be with us again next week on Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Take care. Thank you for tuning into Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.